Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, Deep Dive with Andy and the White Whale. Welcome to the Deep Dive. Andy, how are we doing? Wednesday night, you ready to talk some football? <laughs> yeah, we thought football season was over. <laughs> Turns out we were just on the wrong continent. <laughs> yes, we set this up in a funny way with our last show, going heavy duty into hoops, uh, thinking that football season was over. Uh, and yep. then here we go. We come back around and we are going to go European football. Heavy yes, duty soccer are. podcast. You, you've, you're you're, uh, you're spoiling the surprise. We have um, a fantastic new voice to introduce you guys to tonight. Uh, she's uh, obviously very excited to get get going on this. So, uh, without further ado, I'll welcome our, our amazing guest, uh, SBR's own Natalie Van Rystrom. Welcome to the deep dive. How are you doing tonight, Natalie? I am, to quote my tweet, I said, very, very excited, honored, and nervous. I'm very honestly, I'm very honored to be a part of your deep dive show with a well Kappa and Andy. And uh, yes, football, the real football and the business, the business end of the season. It is very exciting over in our end of the football. Very exciting. I got to say, European club football this year has mm -hmm. been super fun to follow. I am usually like I keep it at arm's length because it, you know, kind of over it overlaps with my focus on NFL and NBA a lot. So I kind of don't want to get too involved and, you know, get myself betting on sports where I really don't have all the information. Uh, but through following your shows on SBR and through you know, just kind of I think it's been a really good season. Um, yeah. It's been a lot of fun to follow along. And here we are entering the knockout round, uh, knockout phase of mm -hmm. uh, the Champions League. It just started this week. Yes. Um, and man, the drama is super, super, <laughs> super real. Like there are some great teams that qualified for the knockout yes. round. Uh, and looking oh. across the odds, there are, you know, this thing is wide freaking open. So it's going to be great to get some insight from you uh, into Champions League. Um, but yes. before we go, um, yeah, I don't know. I watched till halftime. I watched every game till halftime. No, no. Well, you know, no, it was actually, good, but we have, yeah, it's been 11 goals, none in the first half. So far. And, and ironically, Nat, Natalie gave away this tip on her show, which mm -hmm. is second half in Champions mm -hmm. League. Second half is the higher scoring half. And I yes. think that's come to fruition for every knockout game so far, isn't that right? Yes, it is. It is quite a good bet. And um, I know many, many people, and, and interesting enough, always, if you look at the line, it's set about, it, it's even money either side. You can never get, so So if you go for the 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 second half, which generally it is, you basically double your money. So it's a very good bet. If you know when you have two attacking sides, people are like the over two and a half, over and two and a half, expecting three goals or more, go for the highest scoring half being the second. Excellent tip, right out of the gate. Uh, but before, <laughs> I mean, before we get too deep into soccer, uh, or football. Um, um, yeah, I think there's a lot of people that just don't even know what this is. Should we explain yeah, right. the champions? Or, well, no, no, <laughs> there no, are a ton get, of listeners yeah, that have no idea. Get, yeah, before we even get there, though, let's introduce Should we explain what soccer is? 
Yes. Uh, I, the, what's the old fat? What's the old joke about Champions League? Twenty-two men run around the field for ninety minutes, and at the end, Real Madrid wins or something like that. I well, forget. <laughs> well, you know, your Super Bowl is fresh in my mind. I have to say, not too many goals in that one. Oh, that's a good point. It was quite boring. Um, but you know, before we before we even get into that's champions, um, <laughs> what what let's let's kind of give people a little bit more insight into some of your background, Natalie. Um, you've been doing shows with uh, SBR. I, I mean, I think it's pretty clear from my standpoint that you're one of the top talents on YouTube in terms of uh-huh. creating sports betting content. I tune into all of the shows you do because I find them so interesting, uh, and you, I think you do a fantastic job from a host standpoint of kind of moving things along and providing insightful information um so with with that kind of give us a little bit of of your history doing shows for soccer and tennis how you ended up at sbr and you know some of interesting stories from the last couple years okay well i've been with sbr i think for about eight years now and um so i think you guys know she's my best friend it's curly and clever on youtube on uh, twitter and so she's my best friend. And so she knew uh, somebody at SBR. It's about eight years ago. And they were looking for somebody to basically present shows. They wanted somebody English, somebody who knew about sports. And she said, hey, listen, I know a girl. Her name was Natalie. I was down at the beach in um, Costa Rica. So I came in for, um, uh, this, is a true, this is a true story. That Listen, I'm, I am transparent as, as the day will be. And so I came down for an interview and, um, they they basically their faces they were like oh my goodness you have the job how much do you know about sports and i said well listen I'm, <laughs> this is this i said listen i'm english i said soccer is in our blood i said i know about sports um i said but as, but that is the level as far as betting listen we all make a few bets it, you know it, betting in england has been legal since the, the day i remember and so it's, it's been very normal for us um but from a a, a sort of a, a profit um standpoint uh, that's obviously something that i've learned so anyway so they said to me so how much do you know about soccer and i said listen i said I said, it's in my blood, but what you're asking, I said, I- I'll learn on the job. They said, hired. I said, okay. And so one of the first people that I worked with was Stuart from Tips for HQ, which is still part of my team. And he- so he would teach me sort of on the job. I-, I remember one time I was interviewing him and I said, the Spurs. And he's like, no, Natalie, it's no the that- that's needed. It's just Spurs. I said, okay. Then I started doing tennis and I think it was Alex that came on board. And so every time that we would do a video, I'd say, right, how do you pronounce this name and how do you pronounce this name? Because I think even now I still do this. Their names are super difficult. And so I basically learned, I I, I learned this, this this is where I started and this was eight years ago. And so anyway, so I would interview uh, the people that would come on board. And so SBR came and said, and a lot of our viewers as well said, Natalie, we'd love to see your tips. I'm like, oh my goodness. Okay, so let's let's get it. Let's get involved in this. <laughs> stop, stop laughing. This is a true. This is a true, honest story, and I'm laying my cards on the table. So this was. So I've been with SBR for about eight years. This would have probably been about six or seven years ago. I'm like, right. I've got to get into soccer betting. So I started, and so so I basically would approach people who were very good in the industry of the sports they were in. So for example, like Alex with tennis, Stuart with soccer, and then other people. I said, right, guys, you 
you've got to teach me, right, how do I do this? And so I basically, if you want to say fake it till you make it, I, I would say that I am an example of that. I've now been in the industry for eight years. So when you guys are saying, you know, oh, I'm so focused on this sport, I have kind of like the luxury, the fact that I'm involved in many sports. So from boxing to snooker to darts to football, everything I am involved in. And I surround myself with the people who are experts and who know the sport that they are talking about. Football, obviously, or soccer being my my passion and my love and the sport that I actually bet on. So there we go. Should we, talk, we Should might, we talk we, to Yeah, we might have to have a glossary for some of the people that I normal know. listeners here because I don't know how many people actually know what snooker is. I know. Should we talk? But I was gonna. I was gonna say. Should we talk Champions League of Soccer or Champions League of Darts? Uh, because there's definitely. Well, uh, <laughs> soccer, so that's, I think, that's, is more that's, relevant right now. So let's go with soccer. Let's stick with soccer. But, the, but, but that's, that's that, yeah. yeah. Good. Good. No, that's that's basically how I got started. It was it was it was basically a factor of learning on the job about eight or nine years ago, and and surrounding myself with professionals and people and, and including you well cap and you come on our tennis shows and really i am i am supported by the weight of my guests that come on the shows and and that is you know that is why i feel so humble to have people like yourself on my shows got it got it got it well i gotta tell you the um you know i i got the opportunity to be on the tennis shows with you starting last year mm -hmm. and um it was a great it was a great experience it was so much fun i didn't know that i had the chops for doing video until you guys <laughs> brought me on uh and you know we've kind of pivoted into doing video for you know our you know halftime periscopes and you know doing some basketball shows now mm -hmm. and I, you know i don't know that any, any of, i would have had the confidence to try any of that if it weren't for you know your encouragement through doing the tennis videos so huge thanks to you for kind of pushing me into this space more which i have been so had so much fun uh doing um similarly with the sbr football show uh you mm -hmm. know you definitely you definitely did me a very solid you know favor in making you know getting me the exposure in front of those guys that you know got me invited to participate in some of those shows and it's all been a phenomenally fun experience for me i have so much fun doing this and i, I you know thank you sincerely for you know, pushing, uh, pushing me into this, but, um, what, you know, what do you think, what characteristics, I guess, make someone good at media? I'm sure there's a lot of people listening right now who really enjoy this like we do and are like, mm -hmm. man, I would love to do this as like a more serious hobby or even a profession. Like how does one go about, you know, getting into this, uh, you know, and what characteristics are important for someone who's just getting started? Well, okay, this question I can answer quite well. Um, so most of you see me in front of the camera. I actually do a lot of work behind the camera um, from building shows to interviewing writers, uh, video personalities, like a lot of the time. And there's a lot of people that have the, um, the information. A lot of people are incredibly shy, which is, um, 
which is understandable but i the the one thing that i would say is to be yourself and that that probably sounds quite you know cliche be yourself but i think that even if you are um a personality who is even a little bit like against the grain and maybe you you will attract more more people that say are um negative against you i would say the ultimate thing is to be yourself and if you can be yourself then that is something unique in itself just be yourself if you are if you're a little bit loopy if you're a little bit <laughs> nerdy if you're a little bit but like no like seriously if you can just like be yourself put yourself on the table and say here i am regardless of anything i think people will respect that and try you know take away the nerves be yourself and that is all you can be don't try to be, don't try to be somebody who you are not just be yourself and that is that is the 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 gospel truth i i love it and i think that resonates really really soundly with everything that is going on kind of in the current social media landscape because like the people and the and the the content that comes across as the most authentic is the stuff yes. that absolutely sticks with me the most like that's where i go absolutely. back to that's those the that's the that's the stuff that i'm interested the most interested in so that is a an outstanding tip um yeah are there any other like important ways you can differentiate yourself and kind of get you know <laughs> get... Well, okay listen listen i'll i'll bring i'll bring an example for example is okay so when we when we I think the last couple of shows that we did was our deal from Tips's Club, right? And he comes on and he is, you know, he's his own character. He's like, he's quite dry. He's quite reserved. He's quite, but he's delivering these winning picks. And he's quite sort of confident, almost like, like in a, in a confront, confrontational way. But very quickly, you could see the opinions being formulated. And some people liked him and some people did not like him. And then all of a sudden, there was like one day, whatever, that he wasn't on. And it was like, where's our deal? Where's our deal? <laughs> and he was. I think if you yeah. were this kind of like, in, like in what we say in England, like Marmite. I don't know if you guys have Marmite. It's like a lover. It's like a lover. You guys know Marmite. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. You do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's it like Vegemite? Vegemite? Just gross. Yes, it's like Vegemite. Just disgusting. Yeah. Just disgusting. Yeah, well, yeah, but for me, I could bathe in this stuff. So oh, for me, no. like, I no, seriously. And in England, so Marmite knows their deal. And so their adverts are like, Marmite, you either love it or hate it. And it's true. You There's nobody that kind of like, kind of likes it. You either love it or hate it. And there's a, there's a few of the guys that we've worked with and, and I know well, Kappa, that you, you know, you, a couple of guys that we have worked with, there's people that either love them or hate them. And you know, I, I would just say, be yourself. You'll get lovers or haters. Have an opinion. Stick to it. Be strong. And I would say that that is your, you know, that, 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 that is the winning key. That's fantastic. Um, great advice for any of you, you know, any of you listeners who, want to get into this sort of thing um and you know the barriers have been removed like there's really uh -huh. nothing stopping you from creating nope. a show creating a podcast like you know andy and i are full on 
pirate radio, pirate uh, video, like not professionally <laughs> trained, no experience before we started doing this. So uh, let that be an inspiration if you have a, if you're dreaming of this sort of thing. Um, exactly. Let's talk about Champions League, Champions mm-hmm. League soccer. Um, yes. It's a big deal, right? Yes. Most, the most Huge. watched, most watched sports event in the world year in, year out is the final, right? Mm-hmm. What, um, how does this work? Champions, you know, we're, we're bringing all of these club teams from all over Europe. They don't play each other. Usually we put them in a big tournament and decide the winner somehow. Like how does this, how does this all play out? <laughs> we decide the winner somehow. Well, the, the th- one thing to think about, um, I think when handicapping, cause I know, you know, we'll talk about outrights. Um, I think right now the, ha- the, the outrights or futures as you guys call it, are, I think the bird may have flown. Uh, there might be some value. We'll get to that. Um, but the thing is, is there's a few clubs, uh, for example, Barcelona or Dortmund, or um, there's a few, or Juventus, for example, um, who are clear in their their respective uh, league cups, who can now focus on the Champions League. Whereas, for example, Manchester United and Liverpool, they're neck and neck right now to win win the Premier League. So that's something to sort of you know, bear in mind, there's money in stake right now. So it's basically where do their loyalties lie? Is it to win their respective leagues like the Premier League or Serie A or Bundesliga? Is it to win Juventus, uh, Champions League? So that's something to bear in mind. Interesting. How do... um, There is is a shitload of money. If you win the Champions League, <laughs> it's yeah, you, yeah. It's it's like 75, 80, 80 million euro to your club if you end up pulling what? off. What? It's Are a ton of cash. And Shitload. You you get yeah, but Natalie, Natalie would know. It's it's like eighty million euro to win the to win the uh, Champions League. Oh man! And you get you get a t- I mean you get a bunch for advancing. You get you get money each round. You advance, but yeah, like winning it is a nice financial boon. Which some of the I mean some of these clubs don't need that much cash. They're they're sitting all right. But she, I mean she brought up a super good point there. I mean how how many points clear is Juventus right now? It's you. There's not really been- a race there. You no, there is absolutely not. And they they there's hired no. They employed uh, Ronaldo. They were Juventus were known as an incredibly tight defense. They've hired Ronaldo, and basically they now want to compete for the Champions League, and they are in like full throttle. They're actually, interesting enough, a little bit of a long shot favorite, if you want to call it that, the long shot favorite to win the Champions League. Uh, Juventus are priced at nine, Man City four point five. I can convert that into your US odds. That's crazy. Man City yeah. is that high as a favorite? Yes, yes. That seems, that seems terrible, terribly wrong. I can't imagine that Man City would well, do that. Well, with, 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 yeah. with respect to our friend uh, Suma, they have an easy draw rate. Like, to start out, they're playing probably the worst team left. Mm. I think right away they get Schalke. That, that's, it's not tough. Wait, and wait, wait, they let's, are a really good team. And I, wonder, I wonder, you know, they're in they're – in, a tough there are in a tough race domestically but you don't hire pep to win the cup to win the domestic <laughs> cup to win the, the premier league he, he they they could natalie could have taken that team and probably got 100 <laughs> points out of them last year 
That was a very good team. Like winning, winning the Premier League was—they were never in doubt. That was a hundred-point team. They were great, but you, you don't hire Pep to lose in the Champions League. You you want the big trophy. You want the European trophy. Like I wonder if you, you know you can say that they they do have their 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 domestic cup to be won, their domestic trophy, but they want the big one, and uh, I think they're yeah. rightfully priced as far as being the favorites. Do you think? And they're good. They're freaking good. They are good. They are good. But you got Barcelona. You got Barcelona, who's also good. You got Juventus, that, that's also good as well. Man United, Man City. They let the they they let the ball slip now and again, and that's the, you know, I, I one of the questions that many people ask is why do um Europe. English teams choke, and obviously t- today we saw that uh, Tottenham like came through, but Man City four point five. I'm nervous. Interesting. The so there's okay. Let's let's kind of help frame this a little bit better for people who are just kind of getting into this. Champions League started out with a bunch of teams from all over Europe. They played a bunch of group play. You know, group group play went all throughout the fall. Right, it's kind of sprinkled in amongst uh, normal club play across all of the European leagues and you know, I guess all the national club leagues. Uh, and then they two, two teams from each group qualify for the knockout phase. So we're, we're left with a, a pot now of 16. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what of those 16, they each play two legs, a home and away. Right. Yes. And then, on aggregate, one team will advance into the quarterfinals of these each of these eight matches, right? Each of these eight matchups, right? Yes. Four. I'm looking at four Premier League teams qualified for the knockout round: Man City, Man United, Tottenham, and Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Three La Liga teams. Three yes. Bund- Bundesliga teams. A couple Italian teams. Syria. Is that right? Yeah. And, and, and uh, a couple league, a couple yeah. league, a couple league ones, and a couple others. Um, uh-huh. But overall, you look at these names of these sixteen teams that are left, and these are really, really well-known clubs. I mean, these mm-hmm. are all very, 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 um, you know, experienced. You know, this is this looks like the cream of the crop in Europe in terms of club football and Schalke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like, I was going to say and Schalke and Ajax. Yeah, this, yeah. they usually fall. Yeah, they're although, although they played very well. Today, Ajax scored yes. today. Yes. 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 And, and very nice for the two. second half over 1.75. Nice for the bet. Nice. Nice for the both teams to score. Uh, I remember Flash was very high on over two and a half and Real Madrid win. That was very, very close call because there was a there was a, a a VAR controversy in the first half where they took yes. a goal off from Ajax, right? Yeah. Anyway, let's not let's not get into that too much. Let's okay. So we have now six. There are sixteen teams, eight matchups. Mm-hmm. First legs are all going on this week and mm-hmm. next week. Yes. Second legs all happen in March, and then in the quarterfinals. We'll know the draw in March, and then those games are in April. Semifinals yep. then are in May, uh, uh-huh. and then the final <laughs> will be played June first in Madrid. 
Yeah. Um, I I have to say, well, Kappa, I love the fact that you've done your homework and you, Andy, as well. But I, t I tell you what, I will never forget when we were, whatever show it was, and we were talking about whales and you jumped in and you said, <laughs> and you said whales, <laughs> like, like whales as the animal. And I was like... <laughs> Oh bless! You're oh, embarrassing. Oh, honestly, I I lo I love your support of our shows, and honestly, I do the same when you guys come on. And you talk your your American football, and I come on. I try my hardest, but I love when you said Wales with a, the H, and it was Wales. <laughs> I love I love that. I have to say, and I have to say, you, you've done your homework. So um, okay, good. Yes, yeah. I well, I want to sound like I know what I'm talking about, <laughs> even though I really don't know much at all. Yeah, and that, that's to be fair too. Like, uh, I don't want to underestimate the audience, but I know there are just so many people that that don't watch any soccer, and I mean you yeah. should too. It's, it's like when we we talk highly of tennis because you uh -huh. can bet on tennis almost every day of the year. Soccer yep. is, and I, I mean I should just start saying foot. I'll say footy. Called that, <laughs> but uh, European European football, soccer, whatever. I mean, there there are, there are days you can pull up flash score, and there are a thousand matches that day. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you need, if you are, if you if you feel the need for some action, soccer is another great sport for you to get into. But uh, yeah, I mean, just a couple of things. Like, if people don't know to this, like Will kind of alluded to the draw. This is not mm -hmm. you know your traditional American sport brackets. Like once they get to this, they put them. They put them. I don't know how they exactly. They do it with balls. I think it's like so a lottery. Fixed. It's so I haven't watched it's the so draw fixed. for a while, but it's, it's very. It, it is. It is very fixed. I believe. I absolutely believe it is fixed at some point. But they will. They draw. They draw to see who your result, and then whoever advances, they they'll draw again. And it, it isn't just a, a bracket, you know, with seating. So you don't know who you're playing in the next round. In a for most of it, and you will when you get to the final. They don't yeah. draw anymore there. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> but and the final is is also distinguished because it's not a home and home. Everything yeah. else you're playing two matches no, it and it's an yeah. aggregate score, exactly. but the final itself is just one game for all the marbles, right? To lift the trophy. Sorry. And every, every, do you think everybody trophy. knows what aggregate is, right? Uh, you, you, you add up the scores of the two games, okay? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm, think, I'm thinking like people who don't watch soccer, like so. Yeah, you that's, take that's the, good point. the total score of the two games. It does, and it it really makes this a very unique betting market very unique betting opportunities because you can have a, a team who is miles and miles better than another team mm -hmm. and you look at the odds and it won't make sense and you have to look and be like oh it's the second leg and they won the first yeah. leg nine to nothing they literally <laughs> would have to lose oh god great 10 point. zero that's a great point to, yes. to a terrible team <laughs> For them to for that, I mean that game. That it's a meaningless tie, like like in Davis Cup. It's it's just a meaningless game. Uh, nearly. I'm a, I mean, they still I'm don't want to go. Though. Just last claim there was last year there was it does it does though. make it does. Oh yeah, there's there's things. Yeah, there's shenanigans. But for the most part, there every year there will be second legs in this in Europa I, in various tournaments who do this, and it, it makes for a very. You'll look at the odds, and if you aren't paying attention, you'll say, well, "What is what is going on here? Why isn't this team much much more favored?" 
Yeah, but okay. So uh, with with soccer or football, um, home home leg is very important. If you score, if you're the away team and you score you score one goal, that's actually counted as two. So your away mm -hmm. performance is is very n much noted. So for example, so Tottenham beating Dortmund right now three nil. So heading to Dortmund, Dortmund have a lot to beat now. It's always better to have the 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 the, the second leg being at home. Dortmund obviously have the, the home advantage and it's very important. Great point. Let me ask you another tough question, Natalie, about that is true. Uh, that is the that is the first tiebreaker as far as if you know if it ends up two two on aggregate, but or however you yeah. Three, let's say three, three on aggregate, but it went two and one, one and two. Somebody has uh, the advantage on away goals. However, yes. I, I don't know if that math even works out, but yes, away goals are the first tiebreaker. Exactly. So even if you're tied on aggregate, if you have more goals, because it it should be harder to score away from home technically, and that's, that's the easiest tiebreaker to throw in there. Yep. I got a super tough question for you, Natalie. Um, <laughs> Compared to club handicapping club, like like if you're just handicapping a normal match day in in EPL, and uh -huh. now all of a sudden, oh my gosh, here's a knockout stage for you for Champions League. Is uh -huh. would you say it is traditionally easier or harder to handicap two teams that you don't see play each other all the time? Uh, well, yes and no. Um, okay, so to be honest, okay, so we'll, we'll pull up a recent example, which is uh, Tottenham Dortmund, and um, um, I have to say, I did not predict that whatsoever. Uh, uh, Tottenham have not been playing well um, at home because Wembley right now is not their home. Uh, Dortmund have been a stellar team this season, five points ahead of Bayern Munich. I did not see this result, um, but. I would say generally, it yes, I I can handicap away in a for, away and and um, home form. Um, it's not that hard. A lot of the top teams as well do have recent head to heads to compare against, and it's not just that that I uh, compare against. I know there's a lot of people that use like statistics and analytics to be able to compare teams and to to make their bets. I'm a little bit the same as like Alex from Need for Tips on this. I look at current form. I watch matches and I see how they're doing recently. Recently, I have to say, no. Did I see Dortmund not scoring? Absolutely bloody not. Um, however, no, I would say with the top teams, I can absolutely cap them together. Nice. Um, Andy, do you like uh, handicapping Champions League more so than uh, club football? Just, I mean, the stakes are higher. It's just more fun. I mean, yeah, yeah, this the stakes are higher. It, it is more fun. I, it, it's it's often better soccer. I mean, it's just better matches. That's even if we do take into account. Uh, I mean, even though, like I joked about scoreless first halves, they were good matches today. They were great matches, especially towards the end. Uh, and boy, actually, Madrid, like we made fun of Ajax, but Madrid, mm. like that was big to get the that second goal there. Yeah, and yeah, the, like you said, you said that was a kind of a surprising. I I actually I told you. I mean earlier I did say I bet both second half overs. I bet all four second half overs. It's just I know I'm going to be doing that blind. I'm going to be doing it blindly. <laughs> Absolutely, because I'm, I'm playing with house money, money in the pocket. <laughs> Three of them at plus money. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I do. I did stay away from that Tottenham match just because it's. I don't know that. Very. It, it goes back to a lot of things 
as I say during the NFL season, there's so much uncertainty with that team with mm. uh, some pieces missing and their form and does, you know, with Dortmund, like how important is this? Cause I don't know that Dortmund is an actual, I, if I saw them in the final four, it wouldn't surprise me, but I don't know if they're like a, a true contender to win this. Whereas they have a chance to do something. Mm. When's the last time Bundesliga wasn't, wasn't given to Bayern? Like, Boy, usually, that's a very tough it's decided, it's, it's half the time it's pretty much decided by we hit, mm. we hit February. They have a fifteen point lead and it's it's yeah. all over. Like this is this is actually quite exciting for everybody who lives outside of that area in Germany because the boy Bayern Bayern is the Yankees. You know Bayern is you know the Golden State Warriors. They're the, the they're the team that's dominating. Or you know yeah. the Yankees aren't so much recently but the, if you don't live in that area you hate that team because they they always win they've done so well for so many years so it's exciting and i guess that was what kept me away from that match i wondered how invested dortmund was in this when they had such a big opportunity in their domestic league and i, I guess it was surprising they didn't score at all i could have like a 2-1 loss would have would have been much more easy to stomach that was a very odd result i'll tell you that i do i have to say though andy um for for, for dortmund to have a 5 point lead they should have been in this match like hook line and sinker they should have given it their all because they have a five point lead but they didn't it was honestly my bet i did three bets for choosing the match, and that is the one bet that did not come through i did dortmund team total over 1.5 goals i did the Manchester united game the second half high in scoring came in um i I won everything but that match, and I was surprised. Do you think uh, Dortmund peaked too early? <laughs> it's the classic thing that happens across all sports that I handicap. <laughs> if you you don't want to peak in, you know, you don't want to peak month a month or two months before the most important matches of the season. But no. it sounds like it sounds like Dortmund's in a little bit of a mid-season swoon. Oh, then yes, that that this swoon would be a way to describe it for sure. Interesting. The um... yeah, I mean, they. Did, I think they have like thirteen matches left at home, mm. or in in their league, and they yep. do have to go to Bayern yet. So I mean, five points. Five points is a nice lead, but it can it can dissolve quickly when you go to uh, Munich yep. and we'll, lose. We'll, and yeah, we'll, it, we'll it can get it can get awful squirrely. We'll circle back on this, but it's basically a toss up from the bookmakers who to, who uh, who wins the outright. Oh yeah, for sure. Like mm-hmm. um, pretty evenly lined right now between Dortmund and Bayern Munich. Um, but yeah, Andy, to close the loop uh, for you, um, <clears throat> Munich uh, or Bayern is uh, is on a uh, six year streak uh, of, mm. t- of of lifting the uh, the title in uh, in Bundesliga. It was back. You got to go back to 2012 for for a Dortmund uh, victory there. Um, talking a little bit. More yeah, they have they have detail. 27 league titles. Like, <laughs> if you don't, if you're not a fan of them, you hate them so much. My my family's from Germany. We're we're Stuttgart backers, and we hate everything about Bayern. <laughs> you got to go way back. To at, least, at least at least my that was uh, that was on my open yeah. my open belt. Yeah. Um, talking specifically a little bit more in detail, Natalie, about handicapping matches and some of the factors that you think are most important. Um, I guess how how would you rank, you know, home field advantage, current form, 
um, you know, specific player on player matchups? Like, what do you think the most important factors are in terms of a specific match handicapping? Oh, okay. Well, definitely home form is um, a, a huge thing. Um, plus also injuries and um, players out. It's very hard, you know, for example, like Tottenham uh, bring up as an example, um, they're missing two key players, yet it just goes to show that their, their past three domestic league matches, they didn't miss Kane or Deli Ali. that, you know, a lot of people were saying that Kane was the key player for Tottenham. It kind of proves that not so much. They then go and beat Dortmund 3-0. Um, it's I, I think that's what makes like soccer capping sort of quite exciting, really, is that, you know, you think you know you've got a grasp um, when, you know, it, it, it turns out that you don't. But home advantage definitely is key. Um, and then obviously factoring for in forms of are they a defensive team, are they an offensive team, and factoring those things as well when when predicting your bets. In uh, in NBA playoffs especially, and I kind of feel like Champions League knockout round and NBA playoffs are somewhat reasonable analogs. Um, Andy, is there any merit to that? You th you think? Because I and the reason I say that is I feel like yeah because Champions yeah, League, yeah because like, there's there's some teams that don't really you know you know like I mean let's let's take the Timberwolves from last season like they weren't going anywhere they were just there there's yeah. always you know there's some teams that got second in their in their groups and they moved on and that's nice and that's a good feather in their cap but they they're they can't win worked. I mean the, yeah there's there's yeah they're about to, they're about to just get worked over. Yeah, the Manchester Uniteds of the world. <laughs> no. had a wild, I, I'm giving Natalie a hard time. I know. Um, I know. And, but, but before going into Manchester United's drama-filled <laughs> oh, drama campaign of 2018-2019, um, oh. Natalie, does, like, does superstar power um, reign supreme in Champions League as like it does in the NBA? Because, I mean, to a degree, you can kind of handicap any NBA playoff series by looking at the top talent and uh -huh. recognizing that when the moment is the great, you know, when, when the stakes are the highest, the uh -huh. best players tend to shine. And that's usually yes. the distinguishing factor. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a lot of time as well when we've been um, handicapping with, um, you know, Ronaldo. And one of the main sentences that we have said in our shows is that Ronaldo shines on this international stage. But you've also had as well, so to bring back up Tottenham, you know, their key player, Kane, you know, it's interesting. Sometimes when you've had a main player and the other players are in their shadow, when they are taken out, you all of a sudden see other players step out of a shadow and perform. So, yes, I would say predominantly that that rule is true. It also sometimes is not because you take away the main player and then other players come in out of the shadow and perform, as we're seeing with Tottenham. There's other times as well with Ronaldo, for example. And yes, they do dominate and the, the, the limelight, they're on the major stage, the world stage, and yes, they do perform. So, Andy, uh, are you a Ronaldo stan or a Messi stan? <laughs> Oh, Messi. Messi's better. Messi yeah. is better, he's, huh? He's the greatest. Oh, goodness. Uh, yes. Who's the been playing? Yeah. Who's, who's been the top oh, soccer yeah, that player? Is... Who's been, <laughs> Natalie, what's your opinion? Who's been the top soccer player in the world over the last year? 
Oh, goodness. Oh, I don't know. Again, look, look at Margaret. No, no come on. Get, get out of here. Listen again. I do, Croatia I, that far. I do, I, do, I do come from the host standpoint, but uh, from, from all the guests that I have on and, and, the, and my, it is messy, but I have to say I do have a little shine for Ronaldo. I can't hide it. Andy? Oh, when, when he when he flex when those shorts come up a little, <laughs> I can't do Natalie. It's like I'm going from a dance point. I don't know. It's a Ronaldo has a little shine on. He's got killer games. No, he's he's great. It's hard to. It's it's a stupid. It's it's like our stupid uh, MJ and LeBron. Like this is. It's one of those things that's always you know. There's no answer. The answer is Luka Modric. <laughs> oh, that's crazy, dude. I, I mean, that's the, he, had, there. He, he he played phenomenally well. Look how many and, champion leagues. Look how many champion league titles he has. I. And it's right, funny. Go look uh, at like go look at the um, amount of like who who has the most champion league titles as like individual players, and it, it, like in the top twenty, it's just a whole shitload of people who've played for Madrid for the last few years. Have you okay. know because they've won you know four over the past so many years, but mm. oh that uh, I like him a lot. Uh, Natalie, do you think the uh, the wonderkind uh, from uh, France, Mbappe, does he have the skills to elevate PSG in this tournament, take them to like the semifinal? I think. I think he does. I think to the semifinals, yes. Um, but I think from beyond there, I would say no. Mm. Just my mm. humble opinion. Uh, does Messi have enough le left in the tank to take Barcelona to the semifinals, Andy? Oh, maybe <laughs> that's that's tough too. They're they're very good, but boy, it, it is a nice top heavy kind of a top heavy draw here. I think just I'd I'm, say I'm just, I'd gonna, say... I'm just gonna give it. I'm gonna give it to City. I'm just giving it to City right are you, now. What? Are you really? Oh my god! The, the only the only problem with City, and you know, I brought this topic up on my show, and it's like, you know, it's known that like Premier League teams just choke, and right now Man City are firing all, all on all on cylinders, but I don't know, Barcelona are looking pretty good right now. They've got a very they're six point lead in La Liga. They're very comfortable. They've got what it takes to make it all the way. Mm, okay, uh, I got a really sophisticated. Who is the last? Who's the last? Uh, who's the last yeah, EPL team to win? It's got to be Man United. Chelsea? It's got to be like ten years ago. Oh, oh yeah, you know maybe no, Chelsea. Man yeah. United got it in 07 or 08. Yep. Yeah, it's been a while though. Um, and yeah, I mean, is there a reason that the EPL teams, that the Premier League teams, kind of choke, Natalie? <sighs> well, do you know what? I've it, it is a discussion that I've sort of asked around and i don't know i think that most people sort of put a premier league on a pedestal and i think that one of the reasons really is that premier league is you know why is premier league the best in in football many can argue this question and we can probably have an entire show just based on this topic and um, i think that one of the reasons that premier league is the leading league in football is that it's very competitive you know we've got a massive battle right now there's top six teams 
all battling, obviously Man City and Liverpool uh, for number one, but it's very close. You go move to Serie A or whatever and you go to La Liga, there's a couple of teams that are fighting for the top. And I think that that's what makes Premier League so interesting. But then when you go and take Premier League over to La Liga, over to Serie A, over to their top performers, now you have a real competition. And so I don't know whether it's them choking. And I think in this uh, Champions League, we are seeing that for the likes of uh, uh, Tottenham, for example, are not choking. Um, I wouldn't say that it's the fact that they're choking. It's the fact that they're actually taken upon amongst real competition. And wow. now we see the real players performing. Premier League in itself is so exciting to watch because it is so competitive. There's a lot of teams that are com that are competing for those top six spots where it, it differs That's in Syria and the Liga. And I think that, and Bundesliga, and that is the difference. Bundesliga has been dominated by Bayern Munich. Syria, Juventus, La Liga, it has been Real Madrid and Bayern Munich and sometimes Atletico Madrid. They've been dominated by certain teams in, 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 in Premier League. Come on, we remember when Leicester won Premier League. <laughs> like, it is just so open. And I think that that's what makes Premier League the top all so exciting. Bring them into the other, the other teams or the other major teams across the other leagues. Now we get competitive. And I think that that is really what it boils down to. I love that. I love that, it. Andy, does that's that a Jeff? super good point. About, that's such a good point about um, La Liga. Because you can say, oh, La Liga dominates UCL. No, they don't. Real Madrid <laughs> and Barcelona dominate UCL. No one, no one else, no one else from Spain has ever won a UCL title. In Whoa, fact, I think Atletico made the final a couple the, years ago, didn't they? Atletico Madrid, has, they made the final a couple times, but they've never won it. The only uh -huh. teams to ever win it from Spain are, and and granted they've won it 18 times combined like Madrid has like 13 yeah 13 titles it, it, it is true like it's super top heavy I just pulled up La Liga's table La Liga is Spain's domestic league if in case you're in, we're not saying Syria the country either that's a we, might, we seriously might be a monster for that. but if you if you look at um a, a big a big stat in, in soccer goal differential it's just how many of you scored versus how many you've given up there are 20 teams in the top league in spain the team who is in sixth place has a negative goal differential they have given up more than they've scored wow that's how Jeez. ugly the mid the mid table to bottom of the table in la liga is so uh, barcelona like, has like scored 37 more than they've this, given up. Yeah. It's like it's Barcelona, Madrid, says, Madrid, and yeah. It's, it's, it's like garbage. Comparing, uh, it's it's like garbage down the middle. It's like comparing SEC football to like the ACC or something. Oh, I don't Let's not do that. The ACC is pretty good. <laughs> ACC, is very ACC, top, maybe? Very, ACC is very top heavy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, a yeah, bunch yeah. of trash very teams. Yeah, SEC is. No, is no, broad, exactly. You know, good yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying there. I thought you were just trashing the ACC. <laughs> no, no, no. A couple saying, years ago. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, it's exactly like it's exactly like yeah. And yeah, yeah, Clemson, Clemson's not heavy, and then it, and then it shit from there. But yeah, like Barcelona, Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid. I don't even know if I want to put Sevilla in that category right now, but it's like three or four really good teams, and then everybody else that makes that's sense. a good point like natalie said like <laughs> the the english premier league is competitive granted there there were probably only three teams that had a 
a real claim to make a run at the title preseason, but like, you know, to make the top four, to make the top six. And I guess we, we kind of skipped a step there too, as far as who, who gets in to the, to this tournament of European champions. And that, that's a big thing when you, when you can't win a title, there's still, there's still the champions league Europa. Like it, it's based on how you finish. And it's not the same in every league. Obviously, these these bigger countries, bigger leagues, they let more teams in. Like they're not letting the top four out of Liechtenstein in, but <laughs> why um, not? You know, you know, I, I don't know what it is for for uh, La Liga, but I want to say England maybe there's another country that has the same amount, but that, that's the most they let in is four. Yeah, is that they correct? Four, Natalie, they let you know four, this. Uh, they let four of, the top four uh, English teams yeah. get into this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but that, there's also... Yeah, if you, because it, it's a competitive if you league. Take, yeah, if you take it way back to the competition, there are other leagues competing. It's just the top the, the top four of the major leagues make it through to the final rounds. It's a little bit like um, uh, if you've seen... Um, uh, what's the show like? Uh, America's Got Talent, or whatever, and they give the golden buzzer, and then the the, the little things fly down, and then they get made. They make it all the way through to fast, like the end fast, of period. Yes, yeah, fast, fast forward track. to the case, yeah, yes. yeah. So it's basically that. Got it. Okay. Well, before we get into some of the the match handicapping that we want to mm-hmm. ask you about for um, for the round of sixteen. Um, it, it, I don't know. Is there an obvious value in the outrights market that you see, Natalie? And if, if okay, and if if you can't pick a single team, uh, given the way that this is stacked up between um, Spain and England, what country do you think hoists the cup? Oh my goodness! Um, Have you seen limes on there yet? I know they're yeah. out there. Do you want? Do you want to know it there? No, well, I, I, I can, I can bring them up yes. to you. So, um, national, I can say. Let me change this to your because your your viewers are U.S. odds. Hang on a sec. Oh, we can be sophisticated and do EU odds. We're <laughs> no, we're we're very. I love decimal. Yeah, we're very, yeah. Andy uses decimal. Really? Yeah, yes, than U.S. odds. I'm I'm stuck in the in the in the dinosaur ages using U.S. odds. No, well, okay, okay, hang on a second. I'm, I'm going to see if I can change it. Well, right now, okay, so right now it's been a, it's a coin toss between Man City and Barcelona. Man City 2.5 and Barcelona 2.75. So two is evens. I am on I'm on odds checker right now, and I'm seeing mm-hmm. if I can uh, update my odds. Um, okay, so I have to say, I did pose. So I knew I was coming on your show, and I posed a couple of these questions to a couple of my top um, guests, my top cappers on uh, my shows and I asked this question now the thing is is right now I would have to say that the the outrights or the futures market has flown um, so for example to bet on nationality the winner is say odds of two it's better to just bet on a match right now it's uh-huh. because the odds are so low um, in my opinion but if yes if you if you want me to say Oh, I don't know. Hearts in there, but I would say England. Oh, wow. Even though Man, Hearts, C- Man City is probably the only team with the legitimate yeah. shot in the final. Well, you know, you say that, but I tell you, Tottenham, you've got to give, give credit to Tottenham. Tottenham, right? If you look at their domestic league, they actually perform better on the road. Right now, at home, 
Wembley is not their home. So they're basically playing away and away right now in their domestic league, yet they play better away. Now, they just beat Dortmund, head of the Bundesliga, top of the Bundesliga with the best defence in literally the football league they just beat tottenham three at dortmund three nil i would say tottenham come on has got a little bit of a chance here okay interesting uh is there i can't i, I can't help but think even without ronaldo that really that real madrid is being mm. kind of kind of aggressively priced here in the nine to one range um are they not good enough you know, in the in in the the front line there to make it past the uh, the quarterfinals. Well, listen. Um, so I was watching during the game of um, Ajax uh, Real Madrid. There was a lot of people that were saying basically Real Madrid will not win this based on based on today's performance. No. Um, mm. Ajax really could have won this. They were one of the underdogs of the competition. Yes, they had the home advantage, but they really proved themselves worth against Real Madrid. Um, I don't know. I, I, the Real Madrid would not get my money right now. I have to say, just based on their performance, I was watching the match myself, and um, many of the commentators as well said, you know, these top teams know how to pull a win, and that's what they did. They were helped by the VAR, which was introduced of the round sixteen for um, Champions League, but I was not convinced. To be honest with you, they would not get my money at all. Mm, okay, so you guys are both feeling uh, feeling like the Sky Blues are are rightful favorites here, and that the prices are the best price is already long gone, and just at this point you can you can pick off pick off favorable lines for for City as we go down the stretch here. Well, if you ask me who would get my money right now, uh, no, I would uh, Juventus um, definitely as, as a long shot. Uh, you get odds of nine. I just tried to convert my odds checker. It only gives me fractional and decimal. So Juventus, <laughs> I, I'm trying. I'm trying. I eight to one. Nine is eight to one. Plus we can, we can work, we can work with yeah. fraction. Fractions yeah, we can work with really? okay. Eight to one, sure. Um, Andy, do you agree with that though? Or no, Andy, you think, I mean, you, Andy, you think uh, City. Right, and if it's a City Juventus final, you still feel City, Andy? Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, Andy. Let me ask you a tough question. City, you know yeah, City, I think I think what, the thing about the City is how many how many other trophies do they add to this this year? Oh man, right? Wow, you are really drinking the Kool Aid. Who? who, who, Andy, who is, I, who I don't even. I hate them. You're drinking the sky blue Kool Aid. I can hear it. Uh, who? Who is? What is the nightmare <laughs> matchup? What is the nightmare matchup for City if they? You know, if 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 this is all fixed and if the uh, if if the La Liga is padding the pocketbooks of the people who are doing the draw, um, what is the nightmare matchup for City in the quarterfinals and the semifinals? Oh, they maybe like Barca Paris if they want to really if they really <laughs> want to dick them over. I mean, they could they could draw it tough like that if you have to go through, you know, one of the top Spanish teams and then PSG. Or maybe even Juventus. Like I doubt that that's how that goes. But I mean, but once once you get to a semifinal, you are probably going to play one of those teams just based on the fact that you're down to the four yeah, best teams. Be I mean, it's right. not presumably, easy. But, presumably, Juventus, yeah. PSG, or Barca are going to be their matchup in the semifinals. Uh, who, who do you think City matches up the, the least favorably with, Natalie? Ooh, that is a good question. Least favorable. Jeez, PSG maybe. 
Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a tough question. Um, I have to say, so I just converted. So Juventus plus 800, plus 800. I've got my odds converter.co.uk. <laughs> trying, 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 trying to talk the language. So plus 800. Um, yes. So yes, um, I don't know Juventus. I think they're a they're a they're a dark horse, as we say. It's someone to watch out for. Barcelona as well is another of uh, people's favorites. I would put those two as my um, my faves. Okay, so so we'll have to keep an eye out for early May. Manchester City is in a blood battle to the death with Liverpool yes. for the EPL title. And yes. oh, by the way, on the side, they have to play two games home and away against I, Juventus and they uh -huh. get popped. And that opens the door up for our plus 800 Juventus ticket to come home. Yeah, but I, but I, not even that. I think Juventus have has a serious, uh, is oh, it's a serious contender for the title. I love it. I love it. Okay. Um, that's good. Any uh, any insight you want to share with us, Natalie, about the uh, the upcoming matches that you feel uh, there's some handicapping angles worth attacking? I haven't well, even really looked at these. Well, well, Kappa, as you ask, and yes, I have looked because I knew I was coming on your show and I knew that I must be prepared. So normally I don't handicap these games until next week. But as I knew I was coming on your show, I decided to handicap them. All right. So we've got four matches next week. Uh, Liverpool by Munich. We've got Lyon, uh, Barcelona, Atletico Juventus and Schalke Man City. Um, one of the main prices that really stick out to me right now that I think we should all jump on. And I think that the odds are going to seriously crash. Um I've got two odds. Now, it depends on where you shop. I'm going to bring this up in so your your viewers know the, what I'm talking about. 1.7. Okay, 1.7 minus 1. It's like minus 140. Minus 142.86 on <laughs> odds converter. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to round <laughs> over and say minus 143 barcelona um okay so leon obviously has the uh, home advantage um but i have to say they're in league un and uh, they are i think they're third in league un and it is not la liga barcelona top of la liga six points clear of real madrid jump on that right now because i'm telling you come match day next week that will be dropped minus 142.86 take a barcelona if barcelona is taken at that price it is a gift from the betting gods please take that so that is the that is one bet that i would take the second bet that i would take is a barcelona minus one on the asian handicap that comes in at 2.71 which is odds converter converts plus <laughs> one point uh, wait 100, 117 117 plus one plus 117 okay good deal what do you think what, okay sticking to e, sticking to eu odds for a second if uh if the best price on barcelona right now is 1.73 what do you think that what what do you think that closes at realistically? Oh my goodness, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say easily 1.5, 1.54. Wow. I will I will stake my name and reputation on that. <laughs> I love say, it. For yeah, that's that's like minus two hundred for those following along from America. And yeah, that's probably that's probably future fair. CLV calculation. 
on that for us? <laughs> something like you can scoop that's, about that's 12 good, 12% that's, that's or something like that. It's like it's like 12 percentish or so. Um awesome. Yeah, awesome, no, awesome, I'm awesome. I'm I'm yeah, no, no, I'm telling you that that is seriously going to drop. Do you guys work with the Asian handicap? Do you guys? Without a doubt. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I love you Asians. To. You have to. You have to. Oh, you love the Asians. Okay. Well, again, Barcelona minus one. <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me. Okay, you know, you know, I work with Flash. Well, he he often uh, you you can ask him. It's about monthly, and he'll tell you whether it's with the Persian, the Asian. Um, it 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 changes in, in what he's interested in. But uh, it's good to know you guys are interested in the Asian right now. Um, so, <laughs> so no, um, at Barcelona minus one on the Asian handicap. So it's two point one seven, which is plus one one seven in your um in your. American odds and so basically if they only win by one goal you get your money back I've also as well got to Barcelona and the over 1.5 goals at 1.9 um, is that like a correlated parlay basically yes um well I have to look at I know you guys don't uh do these okay so so with our uh um European bookies you can basically bet on the team and and so for example the team and the over or the under up to 4.5 um i'm actually so so i i guess the, the sports book industry is a very tight-knit community so i know actually a lot of my friends are with u.s sports books so i sit with them and i'm saying guys listen on my shows i offer these odds i said you guys you've got to offer these and so i've got a couple of u.s sports books that are literally going to promote the alex classic and these bets that i'm talking about because i talk about them on my shows so we're working on being able to offer these to our u.s yeah. viewers what's the alex classic and i will say that bovada bovada does offer this under the props you can bet the in rather than the the parlay together and they don't give you as many options as natalie just said but they will offer the like oh it should be six different options on this prop it says you know will i mean just take like today be tottenham and over two and a half goals or tottenham loses yes. or tottenham wins and under two and a half goals it'll offer yeah. you all the different options on on the, yes. the different combinations of the three-way with that so you yes. can find that at a couple offshores i i just know bovada for sure has that well, and Andy, I'm working on a few more. And, and it is true, though. Boy, oh, boy. It's tough to get fun bets like that over here on some of the... No, the, I know. The that don't get, it is. That is well, well, okay. Yeah, listen, yeah, guys. If you I'm, follow, I'm, anybody, I'm, if you follow anybody on Twitter, yeah, some of these people you follow on Twitter who are in Australia or the you know the, anywhere in Europe or even in Canada, and you see some of the bets that they're making, like, well... Shit, I have, and then you see the replies. I only have the bunny line. Like, yeah, uh, welcome, <laughs> yeah, that's not gonna welcome to America. Like, that yeah, your your local your local's gonna just have the total inside. Yep, that ain't it. Um, okay, what? Nat Natalie, remind me again. What's the Alex Classic? Oh yes, okay. So um, it is uh, both teams to score and the over two point five goals. It is a bet. Okay, so on our show we have a few classics nowadays because I've been working with uh, a lot of guests, so like Alex or Martin, and um, it, it's a bet that they generally like to use. And so the Alex classic is both teams to score and the over two point five goals. So two to one or better. Well, yeah, exactly. Two to one, either side, your bet wins. Oh, I love that. That is such a fun bet. God, 
this just makes watching the I'm, game fun to watch. I know. Too. Listen, guys, I'm 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 working on it, and I can. That's okay. I, I'm, don't don't yeah. don't yeah don't 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 uh, don't hurt yourself trying to get that uh, in all of the books because traditionally the U.S. facing markets don't love correlated parlays so if they do offer them they may not be for long so i know i know but well, well capra i've got friends in these bookies and so they as a favor to me i'm saying please just give me these odds and i will promote your book and then they're like they're like fine so they are actually fine. in in yes i'm working on them fine it's, it's a close-knit um, community here in uh in in costa rica there's a lot I of sports books here and i'm friends with a lot of them so i like it uh, do you think it's pivoting hard pivot here from the actual matches? Um, uh-huh. I hear a lot, talk to a lot of soccer handicappers, get some inside scoop on kind of what's the cutting edge of handicapping soccer. And it does feel uh-huh. like there's kind of a wave of data and analytics that is starting to influence sports betting. Uh-huh. Um, what are some of the key kind of cutting edge things that people are doing with data and analytics? And do you feel like it's already changing the way that soccer is handicapped? That is a great question. And I think it's, it's, it's such a debatable question as well. I've got, um, for example, one tipster from Tips HQ who uses it. And that is where he bases it. He's built a module and he uses um, analytic analytics and statistics and makes his bets and he goes for some some crazy bets and that's why we call him crazy stew um but but at the same time um you know you get the likes of like alex who is just like no i am watching matches and i base my bets on basically the latest outcome it is such an open-ended question and i think it's a kind of Yes, I I think it depends on the better um, that that uses analytics or not. Me personally, no. Um, But again, Stuart from Tips HQ has been on my show for years now. I told you he was the first person that I interviewed back eight years ago. And he's used his um, analytics program that he developed and he wins every single season. I track every single so. Um, when we when we do our shows, I provide the um, the record, and I do it personally. So if anybody has any sort of qualms or, or questions, I upload every single capper's bet that comes on my show, and I can provide their win loss ratio. Stuart wins every single season. Um, he has he has incredible weeks, and then he has losing weeks, but but season long he wins so is there an argument for analytics absolutely um but it's just a different style of betting and i think it just depends on who you are if that's the style of betting if you are sort of a mathematical logical calculated better then yes that is that that is for you if you're a more an emotional heart better week in week out then there's another method i think it all depends on, on on what grain you are Personal preference, uh, Andy. Yeah, do you, you, Andy, you ready to build a a a, a football model? <laughs> oh Jesus, no! I talked to some of the people like to get the good stats. It's not like Ken Palm or BaseballReference.com. You have to or, pay money for the good stats, or even Tennis Abstract. The, the, there's no the XG numbers that you can. Yeah, yeah there, no. Well, there's X. Ex, there's like expected goal numbers, but apparently they're trash. Like the oh, really? people who are really getting into tennis or tennis soccer data, they pay money for the stats. They're paying for the premium stuff me. to make sure they have. The, no, absolutely not. We 
we might even we might even have someone on talk to like the 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 world of soccer stats and what it's what it's become now. So I mean, it's okay. it's pretty wild. Just some of the stories I've heard about. It's kind of like that for tennis. Yeah, too. soccer. I, I did build a soccer bottle once. It was it was not great. Hmm. It's kind of like that for tennis too. Like it made me bet a lot hold, of <laughs> Yeah, I bet because there's probably value there because of you know people's fundamental bias with the uh, soccer overs. Um, it's no fun to cheer for an under in soccer. It's just not. Um, the, the, uh, the, um, it's kind of like that in tennis too, though. Like if you want hold good, hold break stats, um, there's only a one guy that I know that compiles that stuff and it's not free. <laughs> so it doesn't, doesn't totally, doesn't totally. <laughs> oh, shock exactly. Me. Yeah. It doesn't totally shock me, I guess. Um, what's XG again? It's like expected goals. It's just how many goals should you have scored based on the chances that you had from the spots that you took them with the players you have. Like it's it's more complicated than what I just said, but it's kind of basically. Is it based entirely on shots, or is it based like on you had possession? I, I, was, I, I don't even shot. know, man. It's oh, it's no, it's it's, it's more. It, it is it is it's based on a lot of things. We're gonna bring someone on, and we're gonna talk about. Ex- expected goals because it's actually fascinating the the differences you'll see between different people offering trying to offer that same kind of information because it's not i don't believe it's really standardized and it's tricky and the, yeah it's a topic for a different day it's like dvo can, it's like dvoa really kind of there's a, a ton hole. of subject it's like exactly DVOA or, yeah, yeah there's right, a right, there's right. Some, there are some subjective things because there there's um uh, uh, player x misses a misses a goal he, he shoots it over the crossbar. This was an example that somebody brought to my uh, mail, actually. He brought it to my attention. He says, if he would have scored, video assistant review would have brought back that goal. It said he was probably offside, but it was close enough where they didn't call it on the field. He said, if he would have put it in the goal, though, they would have reviewed it, and they would have said he was offside. But since he didn't score oh, they didn't review it man. and they put it and they put it in the stat <laughs> as a very high chance of scoring a goal he's like but it shouldn't have counted it's a play that shouldn't have happened and if he would have scored it wouldn't have happened so by the just by the fact that he didn't score it completely skews the xg stats which is oh, very interesting boy. to me and i want to get deeper into that someday no it was it's it like- was very interesting Oh, uh, that's that's that is very interesting. That's like pass interference or holding calls, like how that influences exactly. Like exactly. Oh man, that's fascinating. So I guess my last thing, UCL wise, is the Liverpool match. Yes, because it is kind of a fun, like narrative wide. You got our boy Jurgen, who used to be he's you know he's. He's the Liverpool manager, but he, for years, was a manager in the German Bundesliga. And who did they draw? It's a very like it might not you know stats and whoever wins, but it, it's a it's a super fun narrative getting to play Bayern again. Munchen, yeah, <laughs> Munchen. Yes. Okay, well, well, because I knew I was coming on your show, so I handicapped all the four games before I came on because I wanted to make sure that I was prepared. I have to say, as far as the highest scoring half being the second, this one, absolutely, hands down, without a shadow of a doubt, highest scoring half, even money, doubling your money, take it with your eyes closed. 
there we go. Drop the mic. Take it or leave it. I'm just saying, take it or leave it. Who do you think? Uh, I, I will take it. And who do you think wants? That, that, that that's the thing. I take this be, bet when I, I take this bet when I when, it, when I don't want to call it. I gotcha. absolutely would not put no highest scoring half being the second. I will not call the winner at all. Andy I is, think I think yeah. Liverpool. You know, my dad is a Liverpool fan. I'm a Manchester United fan. We guys are like arch rivals yet we still talk every single conversation that i have with my father every single day of every single week is about manchester united and liverpool he says liverpool are not firing all cylinders but depending on which liverpool turns up liverpool can beat bayern munich but which liverpool will turn up who bloody knows you know it's you you think they should turn up against Bayern Munich they should win this the price 2.05 which is evens Bayern Munich 3.6 that's quite a reasonable sizable dog um Liverpool should win this would I be surprised if Bayern Munich would won this absolutely bloody not do I want to put my money on Liverpool absolutely bloody not highest scoring half being the second absolutely bloody yes is Anfield or is Liverpool that's, yeah, that's such a, a good tough price? Is Liverpool a good team in Anfield? Yes, on, any, on every given any given day, yes, they are. Do I want to put my money on it? Absolutely, bloody not. <laughs> no, no, fuck no. I love no. that. Okay. Uh, which no, not not at that which price. Way? Like that, that's, I'm I'm of the same. Yes. No, I, I wouldn't put it on any point. price right now. Are you fucking kidding me? Liverpool. <laughs> they're just they're just not a reliable team. <laughs> one one week, yes, they're firing on all cylinders, and other other weeks they're not. So that is why Manchester City are the rightful winners and owners of the Premier League title because they are they are they seriously are they are a cut above Liverpool Liverpool really in depth and quality they should win the Premier League they are just not reliable they are not firing on all cylinders now listen boys I just have to say it is 8 30 in Costa Rica time nine o'clock Nine. Well, hang on a sec. Nine o'clock is when the, the, the stores close. I need to buy my husband a Valentine's card. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so oh, like, you yeah. guys have Valentine's Day in Costa Rica? Oh my god! Listen, me and my me and my me and my husband. So me and my husband have been together for ten years. <laughs> I have to say, I love him like it was yesterday, and I need to buy him a Valentine's card. I'm so gonna edit this out. So it's so, but listen, I've got my picks for, and I'm yes, but I have to say, I love, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big romantic, and it, yes, it's Valentine's, and I've left it till last minute because. Well, let's let's I wrap always, it up. This so was a good reminder. I need to get yeah. something. Jesus, yeah, come I on. Think that yeah. I think that you might have saved the Valentine's Day for a lot of us, uh, Natalie. So thank Valentine's, you. Uh, Valentine's, Valentine. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sure it's tomorrow. But yeah. so sure I said. Hand, it is tomorrow, so, isn't it? It's tomorrow. Yeah, it is. It oh. is. And my husband said, my husband was like, I've not had time to get you anything. I said, babe, I don't need anything. I said, just treat me like a princess tomorrow. Bet, yeah, I, need, I, need a, I need a massage. I need to be woken up with, I love you. I need you just go. make me breakfast. Give me a coffee. If you guys with your respective partners, that is what you don't need a gift. Wake your wife up with a coffee, give her a massage, kiss her, just just treat her like the special being that she is. That's all we need. But I I I did. So anyway, 
I oh, do have better. Great it sounds better than it sounds better hack. than how I usually try to wait. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> Andy's Andy's a romantic at heart too. I'm sure. Um, yeah, but honestly, but we don't need like I like you don't need the gifts. It's just that's not what it's about. It's just about the love and feeling special, and so that's why yeah. But I do have. A place for you, which I want to let's, give yeah, out. Let's get some pics. Like, because, yeah, let's, okay. yeah, let's wrap it up with that and let's call it a pot. All right. So, oh, okay. So, uh, Liverpool by Munich, highest scoring half being the second, priced at two even money. Leon, Barcelona. Uh, Barcelona is a price in between 1.61 and 1.7. If you can get them at 1.7, take it with your eyes closed. It is a no-brainer. Uh, Barcelona minus two as well, on, on minus one, sorry, on the Asian handicap, 2.17. Why not? Barcelona and the over 1.5 goals at 1.91 because Barcelona will score those goals by themselves they are top of the liga six point clear of real madrid and they will win this atletico madrid versus juventus juventus on the road of the favorites 2.85 juventus to qualify it's 1.5 i would say stick that in your acabet and for the more cautionary juventus draw no bet this could be a kg 1-1 draw juventus draw no bet 1.97 if they draw you get your money back Schalke versus Manchester United, Manchester City, Manchester City 1.33. Um, Schalke, very, very odd team. They finished second uh, last year in their season. They are now 14th. They are having a horrible season. Uh, they do have the home advantage. I would say Man City and the terrible purple uniforms, yeah. 1.78. Those are my bets. I handicapped and I did my research for you. That was deep, deep dive show. That was outstanding, Natalie. This was incredibly fun uh, for someone yes. who, for, who for someone who claimed to be nervous. You came, uh, and you 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 performed outstanding here and uh, nervous. When the, when, when the I, I were hide the brightest, it. I hide it well, well, just Kappa, like I, just like Ronaldo. When the lights were the brightest, you came and and shined uh, and sparkled. So. Thank you so much again, and uh, happy early Valentine's Day. And we will absolutely reach out to you again when there's something oh. cool going on in uh, in the world of, of football. Um, Euro 2020, I can't wait. I'm already fired up. I was so fired up for World Cup. I cannot wait for Euro 2020. Fired, yeah, it's going to be so fun. When, but we'll, we'll probably we'll probably circle back around and try to get you back on before then. But either way, oh, abs either abs way. absolutely. And honestly, thank guys, you. I honestly thank you, thank you so much. And honestly, I was completely nervous. And I know, and you said you said you said in a tweet, you said you'll do wonderfully. And I said I'm in good company, so I'm sure I will. And it, it is absolutely true. I, I feel very very comfortable in Andy and Wellcover your your company and. Um, so that is why. But I was totally nervous. Well, you did spectacularly. <laughs> and uh, we will talk to you again. Thank you for all the tips. And uh, mm. best of luck. Best of luck and happy Valentine's Day for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>